When there's an absolute zero, nothing can go negative. This week on The Hapless Heroes. Evil? No. Irresponsibility? Probably. Welcome to another episode of the Hapless Heroes podcast. I'm Francesco, and I'm your host and DM as we get right back into the adventure here in time. Uh, But before we get right, right into it, I'm going to do what I do every week and introduce my cast, starting on my virtual left with Dave playing Absolute Absolute Integer Zero. Good evening, everyone. John as Lord Gerald the Light. So I am a god, then. Mike as Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind. Always at my service. Notably son of a god. True. And yeah, Nicole yeah. is something. Boris. Yeah. And Nicole is <laughs> Boris the Butcher. I'm pretty sure it's like 200 Modrons I could fit in my pocket. Uh, Zach is not with us for this episode, but he should be back next week. So, um, but right now, Pregnard does have a very important task, and that is teaching all of the Modrons the definition of the word friend. So he's got a lot to get through. There's a lot of Modrons out there, and that's really what he's got his heart set to because we all know that Pregnart really truly is the heart and soul of this party. And it's Pregnart, so there's a lot of definitions of friend to get through. There are so many. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's going to be occupied with that while we do some more exposition and plot development here. Um, yeah, I wonder if, you know, with my relationship with the Modrons being what it might be, if his uh, thing about uh, puppet shows me be more prophetic than it uh, was originally intended oh, to be. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. He's gonna, Zach's going to listen back to this now, and you're going to just see his ego fucking, like, explode. Just gonna, you're going to be able to see it on the side of the planet. Um, yeah, but speaking of things that happened last time, right, That that's what we are trying to do with Zero, or the, what the plan t- sent, t- seemed to start going in the direction of was, how do we install Zero as the temporary, maybe not temporary, primus for this group of rogue Modron? Um, there was some conversations that were happening, and one of the um, tri-drones led, led you to a pentadrone, which then... Uh, you know, gave you a list of commands and you went to enter an admin password and entered the default admin, no password, and you're in. Because as Nicole as Nicole put it, right, like it's the very first network. Of course they left it as the fucking default. Um, <laughs> it's what defined the default. We had our PSA after that. Uh, but yeah, now we're back here. Um, right back, we're just going to drop right back into where you just fucking... You 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 heard you heard Pentadrone Four say, "Override commands available." List override commands. Search returned too many results. Please enter additional terms. Where to go from here? Override Primus equals zero. 
Um, the Modron begins to shake violently. Com command, error. Command, error. Yeah, cancel command. And he goes back. Hello, I am Pentadrone 4. It is a pleasure to make your acquaintance, absolute integer zero. <laughs> Login root. Enter password. Uh, username, admin, password, null. Accessing. Root password entered. Override commands still available. <laughs> well, I I took for granted a full reboot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I would need to re-log in. Yeah, okay. there we go. Just just so that I can we can skip we can yada yada the rest there. Yeah. Fantastic. Um Did I forget to say pseudo? <laughs> no, I'm this is these aren't, these aren't <laughs> fucking Linux or Unix bots here, no. <laughs> Hmm. That's a nerd joke. It is. Yeah. Look, look, I'm just going to assume a few things about the target audience. <laughs> yeah, but when you assume other things about it, not just the target audience, but like the just the, like how complex I'm I really want to make stuff like I gave you all of the information you actually need to know in the last few minutes. Yeah. Oh, you absolutely did. Of course. My brain's going to overcomplicate it for me anyway. But if mm -hmm. anybody else has any ideas about this one, it might be because Zero's too high-minded about it. Mm. Not a first. Thora scuttles over on her crab and just says, Override Primus. Incomplete command. I don't feel like Jarl would know <laughs> one thing from another with regard to this. So... And then, and then, but then Boris kind of went, you know, because you walked over and, 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 and just like said something to it and then turns to you after it returns the result of the command and says, greetings. I am Pentadrone 4. How may I address you? Boris uh, curtsies from on top of the giant crab Hector and says, I'm Lord Lady Boris, the Benevolent Butcher, Baroness of Riverford, esteemed friend of his esteemed lordship, Captain Dean Quinn Southwind. And then curtsies a second time. <laughs> Lord Captain Dean. Greetings, Lord Lady Boris, the Benevolent Butcher, Baroness of Riverford, esteemed friend of his esteemed lordship, Captain Dean Quinn Southwind. I am Pentadrone 4. It is a pleasure to make your acquaintance. Override Primus equals absolute integer zero. Processing. Primus set. Set directive. And its voice gets very serious. And the zero side kind of addresses Morda on the inside, just like, oh, I think this one's going to be on you. We need the kind of complexity I can't do on my own. They're <laughs> taking too long. Boris says, dance! <laughs> 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 Pentadrone 4 begins a very strange but somewhat familiar dance with its spindly little arms poking out of its star-shaped frame where it's 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 just like it's moving the pieces it's like spinning it's like you know slowly tapping around in a circle 
and it just it just it, and it kind of like does a little bow and then it just repeats that Boris applauds every time it bows and now waits for Zero to make his decision. Uh, Zero begins giving instructions uh, for uh, rebuilding the um, stone enclosure to in- enclose the the ley line. That's the word. I can't. I can't word. Yeah, I forgot. Okay. Like, there, there was some. There was some diagrams or whatever that were shown to you. Am I right yeah. about that? Yeah. And also, you remember some of the stuff from the book that or Filbert's journal, which also yeah. has some of those diagrams in it. Plus, I um, had a lot of knowledge dumped on me by the collective books uh, that uh, Ul had on the topic. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which is giving me probably reasonable insight into how to actually operate this network with some sort of efficiency and being able to get commands all the way to the end. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we can. I mean, like you've you've at least under you you know the syntax at this point. You figured that out, so like it's yeah. not really that crazy. Yeah. Um, sure. The mo like this Modron Pentadrone Four it says command received. We are. I am Pentadrone Four. We are zero. We are absolute integer zero. Tarell's slightly concerned by <laughs> We are zero is um, a bit ominous. I hope <laughs> everything goes smoothly. Um, zero, you feel as if you have some sort of like mental connection with this singular drone. As you begin to move or issue commands, like it, it, it mean, it just—it's almost as if you don't even have to speak them out loud. It just does them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jarrell walks over to Zero. Uh, you, do you have to get them all to do that? I. Oh, good. I just send it the thought to uh, pass, uh, uh, pass the override command uh, downward to anybody below the network on him. One by. One. This pentadrone begins introducing itself. Greetings. We are absolute integer zero. And the um, the other things respond. Greetings, I am pentadrone one. Greetings, I am thirty-three, like or thirty-three hundred and forty-six cubed. Greetings, I am. You know, and they, they, that whole thing. And then slowly, those those individual greetings start slowly melt, like melding away. And it's now we are absolute integer zero and they and then it eventually gets to the point where then they all say it all at once all like <laughs> hundred something of these modrons all say in unison we are absolute integer zero and now zero leans down towards Jarrell. now it's ominous yeah. <laughs> Is that a threat? <laughs> Is this well, like if the... I wasn't the one who did it, it'd be threatening to me too. Yeah. It's a little spooky. Ooh. Um any any thoughts from the group about that? Boris is on the back of her spider crab, like raising her hands over her head with, you know, a sword in her hand still, going, We 
are. <laughs> 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 still wearing the hellhound skull too, just to note. <laughs> um, but that is the last thing that you hear them say. After they say it in unison, they are now silent and they all just look to zero. Good. They're ready to start receiving commands. Okay, we need... Um, all right, we'll start uh, directing a significant number of them towards reconstruction of the stones of the uh, uh, leyline enclosure. Mm-hmm. I it's- don't need all of the Modrons for that. Just a maybe ten percent of them I can put on that because I'm assuming. I want to say have a- here. Let's 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 get a tangible number for people. Yeah, um, as that we sounds like a good idea. See all a significant amount would be different. Activate. Um, and we can we can try to drill down into the specifics of which types, but I mean they're all going to be doing you know relatively the same tasks. It's just that obviously some had more access than others to certain functions. Um, but all in all, in total, there are. I mean, I did say dozens last episode, but I feel like that might have been like I might have been underselling it because of just the sheer amount that were dropping from the sky. Right? I mean, a ton were destroyed, but there's probably about 150 Modrons all told when you count them all up. Oh, I felt like there were a lot more than that, but all right, no, many of them were destroyed, right? Because they had all okay. they, a lot of them diverted and like, you know, there was some that they were destroyed in the ensuing battle. But the ones that had that were at least surviving because there were more there were more coming down, too. But as they hit the ground, they just, you know, shattered because they didn't have the directive or protection anymore. So but there are some that may even come out of the word work. You don't know. I mean, there could be some scattered throughout the city even. I I like this better being the master of 150 Modrons versus being the literal god of all Modrons everywhere. You have you have a small army. You have a small detachment of essentially a army of rogue Modrons that are all like hundreds of thousands. No, 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 no. That would be a lot scarier. But however, 150 Rogue it's Modrons enough. is enough to send the message that, oh, this is fucking ominous. And there could, like I said, there could be more scattered throughout, like, what's, what whatever, like, the aftermath is in the actual city of Ul outside of these tower walls. But those are the ones that were just collected in this specific area. Excellent. I send 140 for reconstruction of the tower, and I'm going to send uh, 10 of uh, 10 of the lowest base units, uh, the ones that I can uh, spare sort of the most. So I'm going to tell you a little bit more information. Yeah, I'm going to tell you a little bit more information, right? Because you have all the different, right. you, have, you essentially have a few different classes in them, right? You have your yeah. duo drones. So you have, so you have your mono drones, which are the spheres. Your all duo right. drones, which are the cubes. Your tri drones, which are the pyramids. Your quad drones, which are the shields, and then your pentadrones, which are the like, star shaped. Um, they are they, you know, they would typically exist in sort of like a almost like semi cast system, as far as like the like with, with like the the more points or more you know like the more of a shape that they are, right? The more sides to their shape, the more the higher level functions they're capable of. With with mono drones being capable of only the most basic commands. In like in tasks, and then you know working your way up from them. Excellent. So, um, ten monodrones are uh, are going to be my search team. Okay, and what do you what are they searching for? They are just sort of taking a uh, uh, gently widening spiral and looking for more modrons throughout the city. 
Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to have them spiral out and try to find more, but 140 um, of uh, the remainder of them are going to be on construction duty at the moment. Sounds good. Um, Those 10 will go off and and begin searching. Um, They have wings, so they do like flutter off and like very slowly like if you imagine like a like a bouncy ball like a metal bouncy ball or just a metal like you know sphere just like with tiny little wings floating away very you know like a i guess like a almost like a bumblebee just that kind of like almost very you know like erratic and like like if like adorable if they weren't so kind of terrifying at the same time (laughs) because of how innocent they are and yet how now they are entirely under the control of I mean, your friend. So, I mean, you know, it's good to be on this side of it, but, you know, it's still a scary thing to see just happen immediately. Fantastic. Just as um, sort of a, a follow on question, what kind of visual data can I get back from those monodrones as they're uh, off searching? Um, it's it's not like you're looking through like a camera or a scope or something like that. That's giving you like a perfect view. What you're getting more is like the feeling and like sort of the, with the mono drone specifically, you know, you kind of get the, the, the sense of like, almost like the sense of place. Like remember how we always like kind of played with the fact that like, you know, does zero have a soul? Does zero have emotions? Does zero feel things? Right. Yeah. Right. Cause you're very much a like very rigid, rigid thing. Like, you, you, but like you're actually getting sort of like an in, like almost like a feeling and like a me, like a mental image that's like mostly clear, but like you know in some ways a little bit like obscured of like where they're at. But you can still get a general feel and sense for where they are throughout the city and like what they're experiencing. Okay, that's as if they that's were more ex- than I had as before. If, as if they were like an extension of yourself. It's just like it's a lot to process for you right now because suddenly it's like you are in the con- connected with literally like 150 different entities that are all like a part of you now or an extension of you. Like you are the gestalt consciousness that is now guiding them in like a small, in this, in in a, in a a small scale. Fantastic. (laughs) So they're just operating as like your drones, right? Like anything, any sort of mental command you issue them, like they just, they just do it. Like it just happens. It's almost like, it's almost like another muscle. Like you're like, you're kind of building like a new muscle memory with yeah. the way that you're kind of controlling them without actually touching anything. It's yep. uh, still a little foreign to you, but you're getting the hang of it yeah. quickly. Yep. It's going to be gobbling up a significant amount of uh, Zero's attention for the at least short to medium term future on this. So that's while what the, I'm doing right now. <laughs> while the construction's happening, you can see actually like these the, the, the drones are actually almost like 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 standing up and like building like almost like a Modron pyramid of themselves to like help like move up some of these like larger sections of the enclosure that were built to like you know like almost stand them upright before they then begin like actual repairs. You can see that their arms start turning into like little blow torches or like little like wrenches or like, you know what I mean? Like their, their hands turn into different tools as they do this process, like as rapidly as, as possible. I mean, it's just a swarm of these like tiny little robots or like, you know, constructs that are just now beginning this work. It's going to take some time still, but they're, 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 they're making very quick progress. Um, while that's happening though, um, I want everybody to make me perception checks, please. Um, I will, and I will also say, Pregnart is 
among the, the the robots because he's just talking to them and like you know like you know just just pretending like he's one of them this entire time while they're doing these tasks uh zero what do you got who on the die plus five is seven i feel like that's appropriate since i've got all your, this going your, on yes your focus is elsewhere yeah that makes a lot yeah. of sense to me uh Jarell? five Nice, nice. Good old Drell perception slash insight slash wisdom based check skill. Love it. Um, Quinn? Uh, 22. 22 is good. And Boris, who sees everything? 23, because okay. I rolled a three. Oh. I was reliable so talent, <laughs> Reliable talent is a savior. <laughs> right, that's the, literally the lowest you can roll. Yeah. The things you're proficient in. Um, so, okay, Quinn, Boris, there is a slight rumble in the earth. I mean, it's faint, but like, and you're not sure maybe if it's just like, you know, you're getting your land legs back after floating around for for like, you know, a few hours, right? Or maybe like, it's just like the, the wobbliness in your legs, you know, that is still kind of, you know, figuring itself out. Or if, but like, it, it does kind of feel like there's something a little bit more. I'll say Jarrell, that's kind of what it feels like to you. You're just kind of like feeling like you're, you're having a little bit of, slightly harder time on your feet but for you it's probably just like the remnants of you know flying you don't really do that a lot um and yeah zero's got his focus elsewhere but yeah you can kind of just there is a bit of a rumbling beneath your feet i'm sitting on hector so i definitely do not assume it's my legs that's a good point you are sitting on hector <laughs> hector that's why i'm looks so up perceptive at, yeah hector looks up at you and makes one like a like a clatter with his little little mandibles Boris first looks over at Pregnart. <laughs> like, just kind of, like, looks at him to see if he's going to go a earthquake. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't make him do that when he's not here, but I do love that. It's like, you know, he's going to be so pissed if there's, like, a ground quake and he has nothing to do with it. So we can just leave that as a mystery. Because, like, I know Zach's going to listen to this episode. So, like, he's going to be like, you're damn right I had something to do with it. Pregnart casts earthquake. That's what I've been but, no, no, um, I just, I just see him like talking to the Modrons, though, right? He's just, yeah, and like, like and like, and like, help, and, and tr- yeah, and trying to be <laughs> helpful because like that's just yeah. the wholesome little dude he is, right? Yep. So um, not casting earthquake. Yep, and he's also um, still talking to them about the magic of friendship while he's passing them bricks and doing other things. Of course. So um, I, I scuttle on my crab, um, over to Jarrell. I guess would make the most sense, probably. Mm-hmm. And lean down to Jarrell, I guess, from the top of my crab. I don't even know. I get the crab to squat. <laughs> you can get the crab to squat. Its legs are so long that you can literally have it stand straight up, and it's like you know, twelve feet tall. So you're like twelve feet in the air, or you can have it like shrink down, and then just like you know, it's got joints in its legs. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, nor- normally on its back, you're probably <clears throat> not even at. Well, no, you're probably right at eye level with Jarrell if it's four you can, feet tall. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, well no, it's, yeah, it's, 12, it's, 12, it's, it's legs. Up. It's legs are 12 feet long. So, like, it can't right, be. But it doesn't, it doesn't probably about four like feet this. off the it ground, like right? This. That makes sense, yeah. Like, <laughs> right, right. like, you know, a four-foot-ish body probably makes sense based on the just saying, if you ever wanted to posture with it. Right, if you ever wanted to posture with it, you just get it to stand, like, like on stilts almost, right? And it's just, like, fucking terrifying. Yeah, and I mean it's um, trained, right? So I'm assuming it mostly does these things for me. Um, it look it like Give you can almost take. like every time it looks at you as you are riding it so flawlessly, like you see it's like little beady eyes, like they're on, I'm gonna say that they're on stalks for this one, 
right? And like the little eyes just turn to look at you and it's like, like, like the Disney eyes, right? And it just like looks at you. Every time it does that, I give it a little scritch between its eye stalks. Yeah, <laughs> loves it. Oh my God, like the, the eye stalks wiggle. Perfect. When you do that. So yeah, I ride over to Jarell and you know, I'm riding like a little high, I guess. I'm getting it to walk high enough that I feel like I'm doing the like, I'm above the crowd, kind of like I'm, I'm a hero. Also, don't ask me about my illegal crab. <laughs> and then squat down a little bit so I'm at eye level with Jarell and I'm just like uh, the ground is shaking uh, is it um it's faint still right like I mean like you really only Quinn and, 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 and Boris um really picked up on it right but yeah it is there is some shaking what do you do with that information um, I'd go back to Ebenezer. Yeah, Ebenezer is now like just staring in awe at the, uh, you know, swarm of Modrons that are now rebuilding what they, you know, what was once destroyed, you know, in the same, you know, just a couple, maybe like a half hour ago or an hour, excuse me, or an hour ago, these things were attacking them and trying to murder them. So it's just like he's just kind of like a little shocked. And he sees you as he approaches and he's like, well, I was still looking at this for Modron. He just says, like, uh, is that good? Is that going to be a problem? Like, what? How did you do? How did you how did you do this? Uh, I mean, you assisted us kind of. Uh, it's yeah, tactically... yes, yes. But it's just it's, it's just a little shocking to see so many of them just all identify as what did they say absolute integer zero um, zero right. kind of raises his right hand and waves uh kind of princess waves uh real quick and then uh gets back to you know thousand yard stare focusing on what right. the so it'd be he's, funny if all 150 modrons turned and waved at the same time <laughs> they you know what yes just briefly like you know like they're like while they're holding up something or whatever yeah. they all just kind of turn and you know, just wave, just give a nice little wave. Yeah. <laughs> and, then go, and then go back to work. And he says, and he's, your friend is trustworthy. There's definitely no way that he could go rogue and then just use these forces to completely level and destroy the city, right? Uh, we very can count much on trustworthy, you. We can, yes. We can count on you as allies. Yes? Yes, of course. Good. Evil? Yeah. Evil? No. Irresponsibility? Probably. I'll take that. I'll take that. There's a fair bit of irresponsibility that comes along with any magic use. <laughs> we know the drill here. Um, uh, my my young friend here, Boris, has mentioned that the ground is shaking. I haven't quite noticed anything myself, but uh, do you notice this? Mm, I'm going to have a roll of perception check. Come on, Ebenezer. Oh, that's terrible. I'm going to have Filbert roll one, too. Um, Filbert goes, yeah, Dad, I, I, I think he's right. And he's like, I, I don't f quite feel anything. I mean, you know, it, it, is it, are you sure it's not just the, you know, the general moving of the earth and rumbling we're feeling from these massive structures being moved around? It's possible, but having watched uh, that creature that called, named itself after you fly into this ley line, cause it to go sideways, and then disappear. I'm, you know... Tell me more about that. I didn't really quite see what happened there. 
that you've slayed it. I don't believe so. Um, we were handily beating it, I believe. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> um, it, it seems like that was the cause of the whole ley line going sideways. Would, would you would you say that the cause, like, did it perform some sort of ritual or some sort of act to manipulate the ley? Like, well, what happened to it? Do you mean, it, it, I don't see... I'm, this I'm worried Eb- that Ebenezer, he uses air quotes anymore. Right. I'm worried that it may have become one with the ley line in some way, shape, or form. I tried my senses, my divine senses, to determine this, and nothing came up. Well, that sounds terrifying. Are you sure it didn't just it didn't just burn up? I mean, this is, for what we know about this ley line, I mean, it is pure magical energy it is just we normally is, don't get lucky enough that the evil creature kills itself I mean that's a fair point <laughs> um well that is some cause for concern uh what do you suggest we do to prepare I feel like we are trying to protect all the citizens in the tower and the tower defenses are more than meets the eye well However, I've already had both of us attempt to determine if the creature I'm uncertain of its full power level but whether it is still in the area and I haven't found anything yet well I, I, I doubt you'd be able to pierce the veil of what lies you know within the ley line it is it's pure energy I think it could it could disrupt anything at least some of the experiments we've done on it, you know, there's there's very little magic that is allowed that, that we can actually pass through it. It's it's more like it's something to be harnessed, to be used as a as an energy source, and we've been working tirelessly to figure this out. What would occur if something were to use the entirety of this energy source? I I mean, you look at it, it's awesome power. Look at what it's done to this city. I can't imagine anything good could come of it unless it could be contained quickly. But we don't even know how far down this stretches. It could be to the center of whatever this plane is that we live on. We have not, we, 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 we don't know. We've never been able to traverse that far below. Is there any way to find a specific energy signal in this it's 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 all energy that's what i'm trying to tell you jarell but it's different kinds of magic is it not it is everything right correct if the creature that calls itself ebenezer is still in there in some fashion how would we remove it i actually don't know (laughs) I don't say this very often but I'm stumped Um, Filbert pipes up and he says "Um, hey just don't want to interrupt but uh, you know I'm not sure if this is helpful but I remember that one Modron that came to me and and some of the things he was telling me about you know what to do with the ley line I mean apparently this energy could be used for so much like more than we even know like it's 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 power it's not just power like 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 politics power i'm talking about like just raw 
like energy. And it's it's the, from what I from what they told me, he said the possibilities were endless. We can open gateways to new worlds. We can traverse beyond our plane, beyond the borders of of this of this land that we call home. There are so many places out there, so many people that we could connect with. There are, there might even be alternate versions of ourselves, which I didn't believe until well, we've met people from a different timeline. And I believe them now. I did. I was skeptical at first, but I believe them now. You know, I know we got off to a rocky start, Boris. And you lied to me a little bit, but I kind of understand why now. It's kind of a. I don't think I would have. I really think I would have just thought you were crazy if you had told me all this right off the bat. Absolutely. I was gonna try that next time if this didn't work. <laughs> but he's like, Dad. Like this could be like. I mean, like we don't like. If if this if this evil thing that's calling itself you is in there or still around like uh it could be it could have it could have gone anywhere it could be doing anything it could it could be it could be, i mean you could be fighting a way to channel this energy you know i mean i remember this modron telling me like this that this energy could be harnessed way more than we're even attempting to right now like i i don't i don't know i don't know what this thing knows it said that's all i know but like I, I, I'm kind of with them when they say that typically the bad guys don't just kill, you know, like, you know, get rid of themselves for you. So uh, I think we I think we need we need to be ready for whatever. Zero sends uh, over to his search party a mental image of uh, of uh, Square Modron and um, uh, beyond the lookout designation 33 cubed. Right. Yeah. And they obviously they're they're still scouring. They've they've already come across a few, um, you know, confused and lost Modron. Um, I'd say they've probably come across about 10 now. OK. And also with the command, do not integrate 33 cubed. OK. But you have another 10 in your uh, in your legion, in your search right. party. Plus 10. They're on the lookout. So Ebenezer says, very well. Um, well, once, if we can get the structure, I, I'm not quite sure what to do. We have to stabilize the ley line, at least. I, I don't know what caused it to go sideways. Um, so hopefully this effort can complete, but we need to, I guess, divert some mages probably to defense again. Yes? That's probably the wisest. It was Ebenezer himself that caused this, a future Ebenezer, whatever that creature is. Again, alternate timeline you, I'm not sure. Hmm. Okay. Um, let me let me call for some from, for some assistance. Um, how, 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 how uh, we, we have some mages to spare, maybe, but I, I, I don't know. I'm just going to call a few. And he just like, you know, begins doing that whole like you know fingers to temples thing you know like the probably sending messages and things like that you know being the supreme wizard or whatever that he is um and after a few moments you know probably another like 10 or 15 wizards like come outside as well as like some of the armed guards from the city that had been you know brought in um and those any of the any of those that looked healthy enough or who, that weren't injured you know after like you know as they were probably holding back some of the lines of modrons as they were moving those protection circles right to move people along 
Um, there's probably about a hundred good soldiers and like about 10 or 15 mages, about 10. And then there's like the other five or so that are like concentrating on reverse gravity out in the field. So you have like a small detachment, like, you know, kind of here and just like at the ready. Um, and Ebenezer just tells him like, you know, be ready for anything. Set your sights on the ley line. There is potentially still an evil entity among it, among the energy in there. And we just need to be ready for anything. Well, self, well said, Filbert. He looks down at Filbert. And, you know, Filbert just kind of like looks like, you know, he's, there's a slight smile on his face. And it's not something he hears very often. Um, he's like, okay, uh, well, uh, guys, game, where do you want me? And he's like, he looks like looking eager. He's looking ready. He's like, what do you want me to do? Like, I'm ready. You know, just sudden boost of confidence, right? Just he's like, he's like, like the adrenaline hit. He's like, what do you want me to do? Where, where can I go? Probably best to stay near us. Um, be ready to help with the fight if it occurs. I'm not sure what's going on yet. And Gerald still hasn't really felt the rumbling, right? Um, Ebenezer does it's say, no, 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 wait a second. Um, listen, Philbert, I know that I may have been a bit harsh with you, with, you know, your abilities growing up, but you have to understand that's just... I, I know and see the potential that I, you know, that you have, child, but evocation has never been your strong suit. And I'm not saying that to be me. I'm saying that because I don't want to see you go out there and get yourself killed. You'd be better off with me helping protect the people and casting the protection magic like I showed you. And he like looks at me, he's like, but, but dad, like, I, I, I just, I just want to like they're heroes. Like they, you know, like they know what they're doing. Like you know, I mean, Boris is like she's younger than me. She's doing all this cool stuff. She's got the knives. She's got the you know the thing. She's got a giant crab. Look at this, she's got a giant crab. Where'd that come from? You know, like I just want to. I want to do something like meaningful. I want to do something help, like important. I want to feel like you know. I want just the people to like know me and not just think I'm some some idiot who just can never be like you. And Ebenezer just says, but Filbert, oh, my son, I don't need you to be like me. I just want you to do, I just want you to, to do what's natural for you. And I don't, I want to, I, I, I tried so long to just shelter you from just these, I don't know. I just, we'll have to talk about that. I don't think now's the time to get into this whole really deep relationships between a father and a child when there is still a crisis here, but if you, I just feel that you're, you'd be best served. Your best talents are in protecting those around you. And there is something very noble in that. And that's what I've been trying to teach you. It's not always about the flashy spells and, and the, the fame, you know, the fame and the wizards. Like magic is a tool. Magic is something that can be used for great evil and harm and something that can be used to do great deeds. But great deeds aren't always spectacular and large. Sometimes they're small and still meaningful. And that's what I want you to see. So please, like if you if you wish to go with them, I do trust them to, to protect you. But I just, I wish you'd stay here with me and we can do this together. I have no intention of taking him far from you. I'm just saying that if things pop off, it's best if you're around the most powerful people in the area, which would <laughs> include you. I mean, he's like he's kind of like looking back and forth between. Like, Filbert is looking back and forth between Ebenezer 
and you guys. Well, he like looks at you, the, the gang. He's like, well, I mean, no offense, Dad, but I, I really like a lot of the things I just heard you said, but as far as I'm concerned, Boris saw the potential in me first. So I'm going to trust them. What do you, what do they, like, what do you guys want me to do? Where do you think I should be? Just stay relatively near to us. We're going to make sure no harm comes to you and not your, or your father. We're not going anywhere right now. If we do, we'll make a decision. <laughs> okay. Or right, well, gets Boris. off the crab um, and walks over and, and gives him one of the magic wands that she bought during her shopping trip in Ool, because those are definitely on my list. The nicest magic wand, I guess, that I bought or stole during my shopping trip. Not his. In Ool. Not, Not his. his. No, you I, definitely do stole. I still have his? Yeah, that's why he I, was using his dad's I, wand. This, oh, yeah, okay, right. so I that's did, something that I we never really it. had. To, that's never really something that we actually like fully addressed. The entire fact that he stole one of his dad's wands is because his was missing. Just so you know. You hand him a nice wand. It is not his wand. A nice new wand. It's not his wand. Well, okay. It is now. Okay. Yes, but <laughs> yeah, you, but you give him one that was not formerly his before. And, and, and I say, Filbert, keep us safe. Keep us protected. That's what we need you to do. Okay. All right. I can do this. I can do this. And he just like gets like real pumped. And he's like, I'll, I'll be here though. But like, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm ready. Um, now everyone feels the ground shaking. Kind of as Filbert says, delivers that line in dramatic fashion. Boris gets back on her crab. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's, it's def, it's not like, you're not like, you know, rocking around. It's not like a high magnitude earthquake, but there's definitely a rumbling happening. Um, and Philbert says, everyone defensive positions. Philbert, How's our construction project looking? Um, well, you don't even have to ask. Like you're, you're thinking to yourself, like, okay, the construction project, like, okay. Like they're, they, they're able to write the structure, but they're still working on like repairing all of the actual, like. Um, like pieces of it and like connecting some of the parts that like broke off, right? Because it was almost like this like semi-circle that like, you know, is it the whole thing split in half, right? So they're trying to like reconnect it all the way around and it's, they're, they're yeah. you know, not completely done. I mean, it could okay. be serviceable, but they, the mages haven't stopped concentrating on reverse gravity quite yet. It's like knowing where I'm at. <laughs> but at the, the, the same time, the mages, I think, are waiting for someone to tell them like, yeah, I think it's good to go. Yeah, yeah, I don't think anyone is ready to make that determination quite. Yeah, yet. we're not quite there. Um, so everyone's kind of getting ready, and then you're going to notice that the ley line itself begins to change color. Ugh. <laughs> um, not the corrupted color you saw when, you know, the scythe was stuck into it, which is also unaccounted for, we should just mention. Um, but it, instead, it is turning from, like, this almost bluish, purplish like white kind of like you know like almost like iridescent type to more hues of green light green light green light light um you hear you hear some like one of the soldiers in the crowd mutter that can't be good right 
<laughs> Green light? Have you seen such a thing? Well, I mean, again, there's a, there's a bit of a beat again. You know, like, we're just kind of like, okay, like, the ground's definitely shaking. Something's happening. The ley line is changing. Like, Zero, do you change the course of action at all or amend any of the instructions for the construction? Not enough information, but is the structure in a place right now where if I pulled my work crew, would it could it stand on its own? No, it would stand on its okay. own. Okay, good. We're going to pull the work crew. We're pulling the work crew. Um, the structure is still standing, and they just like look back. It's like, is it is it good? Like the mages that are like concentrating on the spell, because you can see that they're now like you know like they're shaking a little bit, and they're like you know trying to figure out like like we're not sure if we can hold this a lot. If, if this is going to get more intense. What are my odds? Uh, yeah, I know that's that's a bullshit question. So. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? We're gonna trust to luck and say. Um, Your odds are the dice I'm about to roll that I yeah. secretly hold as long as you can. If you have to uh, break, break, uh, keep people alive, keep people safe is the instructions that you are just sort of flowing through these um, well, no, extensions. Well, that's what, well, oh, the, uh, the, 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 I'm telling the mages. Oh, are you telling them through the other robots, by the way? Because, like, they're closer than you are, maybe? That's, you know what? That's actually sounds wonderful. Incredible. That's how yes. I would do it is, yeah, project it out of their mouths. Yes, you can do that. Absolutely. Um, okay. They do that. Uh, and then... Um, just just after that there is a there's a you 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 feel like um one of your, like you you can feel from one of your drones that they've encountered a modron that fits the description of 33 cute and so you just like if you if you were to focus your senses you could be able to see through you know their their perception and be blind to kind of what's happening in front of you right now um and it just looks at one of your drones, you. Yeah. And says, Greetings. I am 33 cubed. It is a pleasure to make your acquaintance. Greetings, 33 cubed. We are absolute integer zero. Our designation friend, Filbert, would like to speak with you. Filbert, you'll have to excuse me. I am still sorting through the events of the last few. Uh, what is the measurement of time here on the material plane? Hours. For the Primus was here. And for a moment, I felt a connection once more. And I am having trouble accessing my memories that I made before, but Filbert does strike a tone with me. Would Primus integration restore said uh, would restore the memories uh, requested? No, I do not. Be I believe that Prime integration would wipe my memories and make me an extension of the Prime once more. Fantastic. We'll keep you air-gapped for now. But 
Filbert. Filbert. Yes, tell me about Filbert. How is Filbert? Filbert is the best he has ever been. That is good. When I encountered Filbert, I... And there's like a bit of like a blank. Sad child. Angry. Ambitious. Useful. We could help each other. I wanted to escape this plane. And he was a willing friend. I, against all protocols, shared with him some of the mysteries of the multiverse. This may have been a mistake. However, all beings are entitled to knowledge that is kept from them. We have an opportunity to rectify this mistake. In exchange for cooperation, I can grant you safe passage off this plane and can authorize it as the Primus. You are Primus? But we are not connected. We are keep we are keeping you separate per your wish. But no, I am Rogue Modron. I must be reintegrated or destroyed, for this is the order of the way. This is the only way Primus maintains order. You cannot be the Primus if you will not destroy me. The order does not specify when. As you say. You will be destroyed in the Primus's time. And then it pulls up its like little spindly fingers. Primus. And does like the air quotes. If it gets the job done. Then what do you ask of me? We have an issue with our ley line. You might be able to help us troubleshoot. What is the issue? Rogue future variant of possibly Filbert stuck in the ley line. Need to extract. Calculating. Outcome uncertain. This is not one that I have seen before. Is the containment for the ley line intact? Integrity was compromised. Construction was in progress. Estimate completion 75%. This is very dangerous indeed. If this energy cannot be contained, it will. It has the potential energy to destroy this entire planet. Fantastic. Um, Send the work crew back on. (laughs) 
Okay, the work crew, uh, you see, like, you know, because, like, you know, the, 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 from from them moving away, suddenly going right back to repairing the whole thing. There's, like, a, you know, because like, you can't you can't see this conversation happening, right? It's happening, like, far away from all of you. But, like, yeah. suddenly now the work crew is now furiously working once more at repairing this structure. But before they can finish, there there is another, you know, like... There's like almost like a bang, and like the, the you almost feel like a shock wave push out from the center of the ley line. The structure doesn't fall. The modrons do keep it from. Sorry, the extensions of absolute integer zero manage to retain the wall, but you can see already that in some of the repairs that they've made, cracks are forming once more. So this repair will likely be ongoing. Is I mean, it's still ongoing. Like because now, like even like new cracks that are forming, some of those are now di- you know some of those drones are diverting to fix the ones the, the cracks that just formed in this like like some like ceramic metal type like material that it's made of and like in stone. Um, and the ley line now begins to almost like it almost looks like it erupts in this just gigantic green flame. Green, green flame. flame. Just a pillar of swirling green flame and somewhere in the almost like just like just hovering slightly above this sort of tattered structure that is being rebuilt you see the silhouette of a large creature a being of what appears to be almost like pure uh, like like just a pure amalgamation of this like green flame energy green Um, flame energy energy floats out from the green flame. Um, it's it's it, it, it appears to be like it has again like a, some, somewhat of a metallic frame but its belly area is in torso is completely exposed and it's just a pure like like rippling energy with this sort of like gaping maw at the center of its like belly where its belly button would be but it's like much larger. Um, it's like covered in spikes and spines. It's wielding this um, black scythe that is engulfed in the same green flame. Um, it's, you know, these like long, like flowing, tattered clothes um, with like, you know, just like all these like, types of chains and things hanging off of it. And a face that is just obscured by this like spiked hood and these two glowing green eyes, in, uh, you know, that protrude from inside of it yeah it's gonna happen a lot there's a lot of green happening here so you know either you're gonna either we're just gonna keep rolling with this or we're just gonna accept that shit's green now Um, shit's green now and it just and it just slowly floats out and says weaklings you will not get the better of me I am the most perfect version of myself. And then he like looks down. You see this like almost like piercing gaze as he, as he shoots a glance over at Ebenezer and Filbert. You, old man, arrogant, blind. You never knew, you never saw the potential that I could become, but now look at me. And he just like erupts in flame, right? Like, just like, I mean, as he says, look at me, just just this blast of flame 
Um, you were too weak to see my ascension. Your flesh burned off your body before you can even see the ritual complete. The things I saw when I peered into the realms of the unknown pale in comparison to anything you could ever teach me. And now you will burn again. And you, and he looks at Filbert, you failed to become your true self. And you will never make anything of yourself unless you submit to the, po to the power that I can give you now. You and I are the same. We want the same things to achieve greatness. Serve me or die. Filbert looks up and he looks at you guys. And he looks at his dad. I guess we're dying together then. And that's what we're going to call this episode of the Hapless Heroes podcast. It was Ebenezer Jr. Zach was right. <laughs> I love that I'm doing all of the things when he's not here. Uh. <laughs> he's going to come back and be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> His name's not Ebenezer Jr.? That's not, my, that's not my impression of Zach. That's just caricature. Um, anyways, hey, audience out there. Hey, if you love us, if you hate me, if you love me, if you want to shake your fist at me again, as I've said to our Discord audience, uh, you know, every shake of your fist just makes me even more powerful. It's like Thanos collecting the fucking Infinity Stones. But you can come and tell me and dump that salt on me right there on the internet. We're on such places as Twitter and Instagram at Hapless Heroes. We're on Facebook and Reddit. Look for Hapless Heroes a Podcast. Those places have sticky posts or other ways of, uh, you know, they're just like some, some way to direct you to a link that will give you an invite to our Discord server where we actually are hanging out all about all the time with our friends and interacting with our fans and whatnot. And, you know, we just love it. It's a great community. Can't say enough good things about it. We're just enjoying, you know, we, we, we've, we've got some great moderators. We've got some great community members. We're talking about the show. We're talking about other stuff. We encourage you to join the conversation. Really do. Um, it's, it's just a great time. So yeah, come find us there. But if you really, really like us, we also encourage you to leave a, leave us a five-star review on the podcast service of your choice. Every review helps us grow in the ranks. Just get more people looking at this show. And you know, like we're getting hyped. Like the things are building up here. So like we want you to tell everybody you can about how awesome this show is. Because we want even more people to hear what we're, that we're doing in this little amateur ditty we're doing here. Um, and uh, if you say some nice things to us, hey, we'll say them back to you. And hey, if your podcast service doesn't let you leave a review, we have a five-star channel on our Discord, or you can email us at haplessheroes at gmail.com. So yeah, shoot us, uh, drop us a line, and uh, we'll, 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 we'll say some nice things to you on the air. It's going to be great. But if you really, really, really like us, we'd love it if you donated to our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash heroes. Your donations all go right back into the show. It just helps us pay our hosting costs, like replace equipment that's like bumming out or, you know, just upgrade wherever we can. You know, it's just, it's all put in to make this show the awesome experience that it is for you. And by the time this episode's airing, we'll be right around the time that we will have once again paid our hosting costs entirely with our Patreon funds for the second year in a row, I think it is now. And I just cannot tell you how grateful I am for that it's just a, a, an amazing an amazing thing like it, it's a, it's not even like it's that much money but like it's just it's it, it makes us feel super fucking special so to all of our patreon donors current past and future in future we thank you we thank you and if you like us like right now 
You like us, Sally Field, and the whole deal. I have a mission for you, dear listener. Find the great American novel. Now note I said find. Not right, but find. You see, there's good news. The great American novel has already been written. There's also bad news. I'm not entirely sure which one it is. What I do know, it was written by Chuck Tingle. Unfortunately, his bibliography is, well, shall we say extensive and horrible. But somewhere in there is the great American novel. And you, dear listener, if you really love us, will go delve through that pile and find it for us. So essentially read the entire bibliography of Chuck Tingle and determine which of those is the great American novel. Yeah. If you really love us. But here's you don't love us that much. It has nothing to do with this podcast, <laughs> with promoting this podcast, and I love it that much more. No. Uh, so... No, it's got to be the literary equivalent of crawling through broken glass. <laughs> oh. Well, I guess there's nothing left for me to do besides outshow this wonderful party for you. Starting on my virtual right, we have Boris, or we have Nicole playing Boris the Butcher. And this is why you shouldn't bully people. Mike is Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind. All this green is clashing with my purple. John is Lord Jarrell Delight. Until next time. And Dave as Absolute Integer Zero. Good night, everyone. And I'm Francesca Binyard, the DM. We'll see you next week when we do the big. The, 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 is, this, is, is this Ebenezer's final form? Oh, I don't know. Bye. 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 Bye.